The McElroy brothers are not experts. And their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert. But if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I say only to remind those babies out there how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed. It's ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Let's give it up. One more time for Clint McElroy. Not a bit. Glad Incom- he was able to make it out tonight. His incompetence isn't a bit since 2013. Just an incompetent man doing his best in the world. <laughs> but sometimes that should be rewarded. We let him come on stage. We pay him to be here. You got to start the show, Justin. Yeah, I am. Hello, everybody. And welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and my show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. This is a big, this is a big Justin town. I don't know if you guys <laughs> felt the San Jose energy. Yeah. And I know I say this in every city, but this is like a Justin town. Yeah, like, for you sure. Know? That's a good energy to pass it off to us. Yeah, yeah. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy. Can we? We should each claim a we, third of them. Can we That's try? Uh, can we try a, a unique social experiment? Okay. And it's going to rely on everybody. I want it to be dead fucking silent here, right after I say my name. I don't want anybody to make any sound. I want that to be on the recording. Please don't think you'll be the funny one person screaming out. Just here we go. And I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Awesome, cool, let's go. <laughs> good for you all. Hey, yeah, you're we're in sync. That's good. That was really cool. That's I, good. I set that up, and it still scared the shit out of me. Yeah. No, we're going to edit it real good. We're going to edit it real good yeah. where you don't set it up. Yeah, it's just... Um, speaking of our incredible fame... Uh, Oh, I had a realization. I did something I've always wanted to do and always dreamed of doing. I walked around a city I was in for no real reason at all. Cool. To look at it. I was in Wait, you've never done now, that. I want to be the sort of person that's like, I'm just going to go have a look around. You know what I mean? Like, I know you've people never do that. just had a look around before? I, I mean, on the way to the movies or the aquarium or whatever, on my way to a place, but I don't just like. Walk around town. Uh, you would not know that from the quality of the, the street poetry that you yeah. send to me and Travis on a daily basis. Uh, yeah, but I, this, I just went to look around. It's a beautiful place uh, yeah. that we're in. And I realized when I got outside um, that they were advertising a concert at this exact venue for Ringo Starr. Okay. You guys have heard this guy. Um, he's uh, one of the top four Beatles. Yeah, he's... Uh, but I, it occurred to me, I was like, okay, Ringo Starr is playing here. Yeah. And, that, and he, he is as much the Beatles as is anybody, yeah. right? We can agree well, on this. No, we can agree on this. No, yeah, sure. It's not. Okay, Even four-way split for all of the sort of artistry that This is the argument I was making to myself in the bathroom. 
even if I feel if Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney share a stage, they're not closer to being the Beatles, right? It's not like more the Beatles. I now, just, hold on. What a wild fucking thing to say. You're yeah. saying Ringo Starr alone on stage is as much the Beatles as <laughs> Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney together on stage. Yes, this is what I'm saying. When so, you hear it echo back to you in my voice. It's better even because you've got an authority that I lack. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I, I looked at that and I thought, well, okay, that's... Justin, a- if that logic continued and the ghosts of... The oh, other God. two? You yeah, got the it. the other two. Go on. Continue this lecture about the John Beatles. Lithgow. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I saw, I noticed that um, Ringo Starr's playing here and he's the Beatles. So that means that we are, by the transitive property, as big as the Beatles. Now, that's pretty cool. But you know what's cooler is that the Beatles, according to one of them, are bigger than Jesus. So now where that And that was me, and before you finish this sentence, well, that, that just, was a really good sort of PR yeah. moment for them. Yeah. I, I remember distinctly I was there. Uh, he said that we're bigger than Jesus and everyone went, "Cool." Cool, man. That's an awesome thing to say. We love this. Hey, call out some other worldly religions. <laughs> well, who else are you bigger than? Say I, something about the Pope. I forget what I forget what I was. I was no. I how we're bigger than Jesus? You no, were going, no, no. That's say not, it. It wasn't that. It definitely wasn't that that no, I was going to. We're as big as Jesus. Let's hedge our bets. I agree. <laughs> that's Jesus. fair. Hey, it's long, like Jesus and us. Oh, I'm getting. A, I'm getting a text from my manager. Oh man, he says I gotta stop talking. Oh, the Holy Spirit texted you? <laughs> no, I don't. No, he he takes orders from me. Oh, I knew it. Is that how that breaks down? Yeah, that's the basic. Jesus chain. always bossing the Holy Spirit around. <laughs> Give me a coke. Oh man. Nah, if you want the son of the boss. Um, yeah. So this is a an advice show uh, where. And, and consider that in context of the past few minutes. I mean, consider the source, I guess, would be my sort of yeah, for sure. tour there. Um, okay. Whoa, be careful with the Latin. <laughs> my housemates started making... Do you see when you rag on me, San Jose's like, I'm oh, not so funny, yo. <laughs> We're kind of a Justin town. Well, actually, Justin. Okay. I thought we were going to start with a segment. What? Okay, fine. Just this once. Okay. Hey, everybody. I got a segment I like to call with special guests. Here's how it breaks down. What an indecipherable noise the hundreds of you just made. I'm going to tell you which SNL host is introing which SNL musical guest. Yes. And you guys are going to tell me what vibe they're bringing to the intro. Okay. Up first, Jimmy Fallon and Madonna introing Justin Timberlake. Okay, what? Um, There's no way they're synced, right? The energy is different. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I thought you were talking about time. I think there's probably a full second that passes between when Jimmy Fallon stops saying the name Justin Timberlake and Madonna stops saying it. Okay. Yeah, but like energy-wise, do you think there's a se- do you think she's like No, they're nowhere near the same level. Okay. Yeah, that's f- I mean, that's a good start. Who's more excited? Madonna. Why are you interviewing me right now? <laughs> You're also in the game. I know, but I'm curious what you think before I say what okay, I think. Okay, well, I did my that was ba- you've gotten it all out of me now. Okay. So go one cent above me there. <laughs> I think they're uh they're in perfect sync. Uh and I think they are they sing it. Okay, introducing Justin Timberlake. Are they in sync? Play the video, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Timberlake! That, they, they, wow. Wow. They should have figured out what they were going to do. This, the energy they're bringing is brother and sister doing a Christmas card, but they haven't discussed it beforehand. Yeah. And I think that's nor, the background. Nor have they, they didn't discuss outfits. No. They didn't discuss anything. They haven't before. discussed it beforehand, and they haven't lived in the same house for 15 years. Yes. No. This is the first time seeing each other. Now, up next, Elliot Gould. Oh, no. Introducing Gary Newman. Um, okay. Like a secret, Elliot says it. Uh, I think like he's uh, introducing us to a dear friend, Gary Newman. Like, my, here's my bud, Gary. 
Okay, get ready to see one of the coolest fucking things you've ever seen. Play it, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from England, Gary Newman. <laughs> what? If you're listening to the audio later, Mr. Gould finishes the syllable men and at the exact same instant pops a cigarette into his mouth. A, a half smoke with an inch and a half of ash on the end. They, lit, they just hell. They like just, somebody panned past him in an alleyway and he was like, what do you, uh, yeah, yeah, it's Gary yeah. Newman. Keep going. <laughs> it, yeah, he has been dragged in from the smoker's dock somewhere like, Elliot, you're on. Hurry in here. Yeah, you got it. It's Gary Newman. <laughs> Gary Newman. This way? All right. I'm out. I think I was closer, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Emily Blunt introducing Bruno Mars. Loud. I'm getting loud. I'm getting like yelling. Oh. Um. Okay, this is gonna seem weird, but like humbled. <laughs> like she's like, like she seems like she's like honored. You know what I mean? Like oh, Bruno Mars. Like Bruno Mars. Hey, Paul. Play the clip. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruno Mars. Justin fucking nailed it. I mean, pretty I, close, right? It's a, it's a, can you fucking believe it? <laughs> Me? Bruno Mars. I played Mary Poppins. What a dork am I? And I get to introduce Bruno Mars? Mr. 24 Karat Gold himself? Also important to note, they say who's on the show at the beginning of the show. So he didn't just show up and they were lucky to grab him. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to introduce him. Don't believe me. I know. Listen, just, guys, you're not going to. Oh, Travis, you shit all over Justin's joke. Sorry. There wasn't even a joke. I was really relieved, actually. I really just dodged a bullet because I didn't want to finish saying it. Oh, my bad, man. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no, you got to tell me next time. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought Sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. I said that. Um, Yes, I get to introduce Bruno Mars. Don't believe me? Just watch. And I... No, I feel bad. Stop. Wait a minute. That's All right, good. we got one last one. All right. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Introducing Coldplay. Wow. I'm getting loud. I'm getting uncharacteristically just sort of uh, hype from Kristen Stewart. I think I think solemn, like it's a telethon of some sort. Okay, Paul, play it. Ladies and gentlemen, Coldplay. Oh, we're so both wrong. Solo. We're really both. Oh, this right here. Wrong. This, oh, that, this right here. Yeah, Coldplay. This is my Coldplay. Yeah. Oh, this, this? this is the uh, cold. I made it in third grade. It's just uh, a cold play I made in third uh, grade. Yeah. You don't. I don't want. You don't have one of these. It. You don't have a cold play. Uh, cold play. Do my friend uh, cold play a favor. It's stupid. I want to throw it away. You can have it if you want. I don't yeah. want it anymore. It's cold play. It's whatever. I'm not even proud of it. But if you want to watch it, I suck shit at this game. If I had known the exact year, what project Kristen Stewart was promoting, I feel like I could it would have, have made better. it much easier. I, actually, from the little bit I know about Kristen Stewart, I think this is how she does everything. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on fire. How uh, about a question yes, now? Now, because now we can have the question. Yes, my housemate, my housemate started making homemade yogurt to try and save money for the house. We share groceries. It's it's bad and. The texture sucks. Um, how do I tell them I don't like their yogurt and I want to go back to store-bought? Now listen, here's what I'm going to say. If they just started making homemade yogurt, of course they're not good at it at first. Yeah. Yeah. No one's good. I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. Milk, leave it out? Yeah. Wait. Careful. That's the best I got. Careful, you get accident cheese. and. Yep. That won't cut the mustard when it's yogurt time. Yeah, mustard isn't made of milk. How much yogurt were you eating before that when you looked at the grocery budget, you're like, you know what we need to cut back on? The, the one area where we could really start to say, you know what? Things. This is going to change everything. If I buy the ingredients and materials needed to make yogurt at home, I, we're going to be able to finally buy other I, yogurt. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of that is. I know I can be a kind of a finicky fill about foods sometimes, but I do feel like yogurt is 
kind of always right on the yucky line. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's like right on the yucky line where if it goes a little bit this way or a little yeah. bit that way, it's it's yucky. I don't know that that would be the food I'd jump to is like, I could do this at home. What if you put it? What if you put in too many probiotics? Yeah, and you're so you're so normal. One one thing that's good about dairy is that if you if you just keep squishing it, it will become something else. Yeah, neat. After a while, you break dairy spirit. I the the if you have if you ever put cream into your your stand up with a mixer and then you whisk it for too long it first it becomes thick luscious whipped cream and then after that it becomes butter and I just want to say what happens after that well, I don't know why but, did we stop at butter well, we have to keep going well anti matter that's so loud pal sorry okay. I was just gonna say that I think it's really good. It's lucky that we got butter. Yeah. Because me, once I got to whipped cream, I'd stop every time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, how did we invent butter? You're ru- you, the first person that does it, you're hanging over their shoulder. You're going to ruin that fucking whipped cream. <laughs> stop, please. Wait, what are you doing? No. No. We're just so excited about whipped cream. Please it's good stop. now. <laughs> well, you ruined it. I'll spread this on toast just to make you look stupid. Oh, wait, fuck. <laughs> Damn, it's good. That's really, hey. Here's a Nobel Prize. Hey, you think this would work with peanuts? Let's try it. I don't think I could do this because they are it's alive, right? All the little all the little biotics in there. Yeah. This you, would be you like You are their Cthulhu. Right. It's like if I got a big tank of sea monkeys and then I just drank that. Yeah. I don't like that. I guess it's the same thing with sourdough starter. Is everything just has a hey, life in it? Hey, Griffin. Yeah? I guarantee there's a large chunk of vegans in the audience right now. We're like, yeah! Yeah, come on. Step through. You're, yeah, you're so close. <laughs> you're so <laughs> close, King. Please. <laughs> nope, not this time. Nope. Oh, I was close. Oh, you I was got really, it. really thinking about it. Oh, man. Um, Maybe next time, though. You could you could just not eat it, and then your roommate is going to realize, like, boy, I'm eating a lot of yogurt. Yeah. I'm really having to put in the hours to get to the bottom of this container before it goes sideways. I, Maybe I thought, you you get a second job to buy your own yogurt, and you're like, yeah, but this one is just for me. How's yours? It's good. It's good. Um, how about another question? Yeah. My best friend is getting married. Big fans of questions, yeah. Yeah. My best friend is getting married soon, and her venue is, according to several people, uh, Google searches, haunted. Because the nature of the venue, the entire wedding party, myself included, will be staying here the night before the wedding. Can I ghost hunt at her wedding? If yes, how should I go about doing so? That's from Maid of Horror in San Jose. When you do a Google search... Yeah. Do you think that there's a human being who works at Google who's like, I yes. need to make sure this thing's haunted before we say yes? Yeah. Because I would hate to spread misinformation. Um, I think this is one of those like you got to joke about it till it's real, right? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, you, you know what? You know be funny. You know be so funny It'd and be random. So you'd be so random as if we hunted for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and if your friend is like, no, it's my wedding. That's where you can break out. Yeah, but. How far are the boundaries of your wedding extending on it? Definitely when you're walking down the aisle. That's wedding. That's start a wedding. Is the night before? Is that wedding? I remember before my wedding being incredibly, incredibly paranoid that I was going to just step off a curb and break my leg and then not be able to do the wedding we had been planning for over a year. The idea that I would court spectral danger... With such proximity to the party you've been planning fucking forever, it should be, the thing should be, the day before your wedding, you sit in a vault, a padded vault, with guards outside just making sure that everything's fine, and you walk out of that and you get married. Hey, Griffin, what you just said is maybe more revealing of your personality. Hold, than I realized think. that as I was saying it, and I was like, this is too much for them. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin just got a heart rate notification on his watch. <laughs> I can't believe you just fucking bioblasted me like that, dude. You fucking bioblasted me, bro. I've been biodoxed. 
don't isolate that audio, please. I beg of you. I used to be the cool dad who did parkour and could climb up a building. Now that I'm older and my body is falling apart, I just can't perform my rad moves anymore. Now read the next question. That was rude. That was uncalled for. This is the question. Justin, I was inferring that you used to be able to do parkour, which I think is a huge compliment. Yeah, Justin's in his parkour prime right now. How do, yeah. I'm as good as I've ever been at parkour, Griffin. Yeah. Uh, how do, I'm on my parkour plateau. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I maintain my cool dad status? That's from Stiff and Sore in Scotts Valley. Are um, you here? All right. All right. Hey, hey wait. That was a real cool parkour dad way to respond. Hey, yeah. come down from there. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Listener later. This guy is out of control. <laughs> He's climbing up in the... Hey. He, ju- he just fucking double jumped off the air. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, wait. Hold on. There is one follow-up question I need to know. How old are your kids? Okay, there's nothing you can do that will be cool enough now. Yeah, 12 and 17. Even if your body was in its prime, yeah. you still couldn't parkour hard enough for your 17-year-old to be like, still rules. <laughs> still good. I think the first time my kids buy ice cream with money they made, yep. I'm hanging up my spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for me. Um, I don't think I have any more sway around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to head on out into that sunset, and you kids will have to look out for yourselves from now on because you got my, you figured out my big, my big trick. Yep. My big trick, how to get ice cream and how to buy it. Man, it's sad being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Can be. I I, think, yeah. I think you got one more in you. Ooh. I think you got hey, one you, more you might, jump. You might not make it back from this one. Justin's right. But hey, your kids will remember you like you want them to, yeah. dying doing parkour. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone sort of just around on the street sort of when it goes down, that's going to be a, a memorable yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, you remember that one Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie where he parkours between the Twin Towers? <laughs> yeah, he had one parkour left, and it was walking on that big wire. And he fell off, spoiler, but he didn't. Yeah. But we'll always remember him as a cool parkour dad. You either die a cool parkour dad or you live long enough. To uh, for your kids to call you the dumbest person they ever knew in their entire <laughs> lives. <laughs> so there's the two different ways that could go. Our dad once sliced his butt cheek open on a uh, on a mesh screen window. Yeah. There's so, worse. I'm just saying there's worse ways to hurt yourself. Yeah. My dad once got uh, sent to the hospital because he got hit by a truck side mirror while well, he, he was <laughs> while he was carrying the biggest tray of cold cuts I've ever seen in my whole life. If you haven't imagined it yet, wait till you get home, because nothing is going to top that that we say. And he wasn't jumping off walls or nothing. No. He was just walking. God, I wish I could do parkour. Yeah. Um, Another question? How do you start doing parkour? Just run into things? (laughs) Just don't fall for long enough. Um, Yeah, I'd do another question. Hey, how do I get someone to play foosball with me at work? I work at an office where they just added a new foosball table to the common area. I've been there. It's been there for several weeks. And I've never seen anyone use it. I love foosball and really want to play, but no one else seems interested. I tried to casually hint at it several meetings, but no avail. Brothers, I How? love that you're using meeting time for this, by the way. I have one more point I'd like to touch on. Uh, <laughs> is it foosball related? We don't stand on the opposite sides of tables enough. <laughs> um... That, so, uh, how, basically, how can this person get some, uh, get some foosball? Foosball, action. Are you here? All right. I think this is difficult because without walking around the room and saying, like, do you want to play foosball? You can't just You walk know you up. wouldn't do that yeah, or anything say, like that that way, right? You can't just walk up to the foosball table solo and start spinning. I can't think of actually a sadder business image. Than just a person getting over the desk, stretching. Unless. Unless. You play both sides of the table like you're some sort of chess genius. Yes. Oh, like Forrest Gump did. Who's Tommy? Yeah. But let's reference more movies where people get super game powers. <laughs> the wizard. Yeah. Mind all right. Ducks? All right. So anyway, 
play both sides of the table. Okay, uh, that could work. I feel good about that answer. I, I think you need to spice it up. Foosball seems a little outdated to me. Yes. Remember like we did with the XFL? Oh, yeah, like, we all remember. We all remember what we did with the XFL. Well, they, they thought football was boring, and they added, like, whipped cream cannons and la- <laughs> lasers and stuff, like a lot of wild stuff. And I think that you could do that with foosball. Like, yeah. it's time to update it. with. Okay, let me hit you all with this. Thank you for taking the time, by the way. I really appreciate you. Sharks, we have a pitch for you. This is my pitch. It's foosball, but across the table, there are cups of stuff you really, really, really don't want to knock over. Right? So, like, you're kicking, but you're also trying to avoid, like... Acid. Well, I was thinking, like, chocolate syrup, but yeah, sure. You can melt the table with acid. Ashes of a... Ashes of what? Like a... Say a like loved a, one. Like an urn of ashes. Yeah. <laughs> like a loved one's ashes on the foosball yeah. table. Hey, hey, what? hey, I'm trying to play foosball. We should start a league. All right, I'm dropping the ball. What's that big urn? <laughs> That's my Nana. <laughs> my Nana is... But listen, baby, play it where it lies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what's that cup? That's last year's profits. I, Don't spill that or we're bankrupt. I, <laughs> I should warn you, my Nana's negative eight points. So you are going to want to give her a wide berth. Está gustando mi podcast? Uh, si. That's for That's Spanish for Are you liking my podcast? I, I didn't know are that. Are you asking me if I like your podcast? Which po- wonderful? No, it's a new one I do, and it's a Spanish language podcast <laughs> I do, and that's th- this is all I know so far. Okay, so it's a oh, short. Okay. It's a short podcast. So, so, so the far, pilot for, for your it. Spanish language podcast, what you've learned is how to say, "How do you like my podcast?" Uh, or are you liking my podcast? So there's sure, like active. a 10 second greeting. This summer, 17 minutes of mattress ads. Shush. <laughs> this summer, you could start speaking a new language with Babbel. Like I just did just now. If I can do it, anyone can. That's true. quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Or in my case, like a minute. I have used Babbel to brush up on my Spanish uh, quite a few times. Uh, They make it really fun and easy. They're these little digestible games. They're perfect for, well, you shouldn't say the toilet in a commercial, but they're perfect for the toilet. Or do you mean the baño? Ah, see, see, mm. Albania. See, I, you, Travis has been learning language on the toilet. Now you can too with this exclusive offer. Griffin, hit me. See, that was the app. It's just that easy. Tell me the offer. It's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55- if you find out that someone who doesn't listen to the show use this, you report them. Do you Let hear him me? Get through the ad. Right. It's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash mybrother. Again, get up to 55% off at babbel.com slash mybrother, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash mybrother. Rules and restrictions may apply. And as they would say in Spanish, au revoir. Hey, we have some live shows coming up. If you're enjoying this, then you'll you can catch it yourself. If you live in Philadelphia, where we're going to be performing "My Brother, My Brother and Me" on October 11th, we're going to do this same show over again, word That's for right. word. Word for word, it's going to be hysterical. Uh, then we're going to be in New York City on October 12th and 13th during New York Comic Con, doing uh, Mabim Bam and Taz. If you go to MacRoy.Family, you can find links and tickets and all that jazz. Uh, we got some new merch over at MacRoyMerch.com for the month of September. Uh, and and you're going to find something on there that's going to really suit your fashion and sensibilities. So, again, MacRoyMerch.com. Check that out totally. And a big thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song. My life We, we is probably said that you. in the probably episode, Probably did that right? in the episode, yes. But you know what? It bears repeating. It's okay. a good song. It's a great track. Great two years track. now. We just passed the two year I saw on Montaigne's TikTok. Happy anniversary, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter. And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are Jet Pacula, Airport Marriott, Thruple, Dear America, We've Seen You Naked, and Allah in the Family. In our stupid universe... You can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, 
the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org. I'm Jesse Thorne. Bullseye is celebrating 50 years of hip-hop by bringing you an entire month of brand new interviews with rappers. That means Jeezy. I put my pain in the music. Angie Stone. You know, hip-hops. We called them hops back then. Master P. Music is what's going to open the doors for us, but whatever we come up with after this, it's going to be bigger. Plus, Chica, Saba, even the greatest of them all, Rakim. That's this September. Open up that podcast app, type in Bullseye, and hit subscribe. You're not going to want to miss any of this. Listen, let's be let's let's put the tiger on the table and yell at it for a second. There's no good way to come back from a podcast intermission where it's not like we did that so we could pee. Yeah. Because we can't go an hour and a half without doing that. Hey, I also ate a donut. <laughs> yeah. So when we come back on stage like uh, uh, eh, we, we are coming we, back from our adult pee. <laughs> We weren't busy taking industry phone calls. No. We just peed. We peed. That's it. And it took us that long to take turns. Did you and y'all pee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! How many bathrooms do they have here? That's, I'm like, everybody yells. That's fucking gross, everybody. <laughs> gross. This was a sting operation. We never peed in our lives, you pervs. <laughs> Everybody peeing in buildings. Yeah. I want to munch. I want to munch. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast. Within a podcast. What? Yeah, and it's profiling the latest and greatest in brand eating. And y'all, this is really latest and greatest because AI, that was a big yawn, I'm little so bit. Sorry. Hey, bud. I'm sorry, I'll try to be funnier, I, I guess. Can we just no. this isn't for show, but next time I say I'm just gonna have a pre-show big burrito bowl. <laughs> Between that and the red wine I've been drinking, I look like and feel like Orson Welles a little bit. Um, okay. So this is going to wake you right up. All right, baby. AI, robots, and the inventive future of White Castle. Huh. Hey, Justin, are you going to give me 20 guesses as to what the last two words of that sentence are going to be? I know. Wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah. Paul, let's, let's see our first, let's see our first uh, image. That's a robot? It looks like a person. Well, that's amazing. That's an actual person. White Castle's been around 102 years, give or take a month or two. A journey that began Does it when, say that? Yeah. You should know press release. Um, they, they started dishing square hamburgers for five cents a piece. Still family owned. The brand's guidepost remains nostalgic. Create memorable moments. Yet the hey, way, the longer I look at this picture, the more the eyes seem to say, please move to the next picture. <laughs> there is no next picture. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. so sorry, person in the picture. Uh, the venerable band has been exploring two initiatives better suited for the Jetsons <laughs> <laughs> than a tail on Fast Food's original player. One was <laughs> what's become a highly publicized partnership with Miso Robotics, and it's Flippy, now Flippy 2, robot, which essentially takes over the fryer station. The other was a deal with MasterCard on drive-thru AI dubbed Julia. Can I just say, it's really big of them to still work with Flippy after they revealed that he shit on his friend that one time. No, that's Flippy. Flippy, right, Flippy, sorry. Okay, my timeline is vital. To, the timeline is vital. This is a sentence from the press release about White Castle. This timeline is vital to understand. 
Michael Guinan, White Castle's <laughs> VP of Operation Services, shared at Restaurant Spaces. If you don't understand it, you get fired from your job as a White Castle executive. Listen to this, guys. This is from White Castle. If you are not already in robotics and you do agree that it's coming, I suggest you do it sooner than later. <laughs> says the VP of Operations at White Castle. Holy shit. This dude read like a Consumer Weekly like a magazine article and was like, I'm fucking so scared right now. Yeah. The only weapon I can wield in the cyber war is that I am an executive at White Castle. I'm a jobs creator for robots. In the three years... There's a Fibonacci sequence in our window. <laughs> in the three years since cl the collaboration, Flippy has entered 10 White Castle locations. <laughs> and he won't leave! <laughs> Flippy has entered 10 White Castle locations with plans to reach 100. Whose plans? Then, Wait. And then presumably... I won't stop! <laughs> and then presumably, like... My plans, Zion will grow! Plans to stop there forever, right? They get to 100, and it's like, well, let's never do this. Yeah. This has gone far enough. To be fair, Justin, hard-pressed. Think there's more than 100 White Castle? Uh, I bet there's probably a, a, billion, a million of them. Yeah, I think there's probably um, about a million of them. The Julia AI is about to go to its third White Castle. So, there's seven robots that aren't answering to fucking anybody. <laughs> Do the math. There's ten Flippies, three Julias, seven Flippies are just going for yeah. it every Sorry. single day. I miss this. What's Julia do? Uh, Julia is an AI that they develop with MasterCard that helps with point of sale. Oh, cool, yeah. Stuff. So they... No. Flippy. Yeah. Flips stuff and works the fryer. Yeah. yeah. Julia. Yeah. They didn't name it Payee. No. They Cardi. No. <laughs> they should have named them Dharma and Greg with these two because they are total opposites. And yet somehow they can't, they love each other. That's yeah. why. Because it's like, oh, we're going to bring Julia here. And seven Flippies are like, no. No. <laughs> I can't work with her after the divorce. He's a straight, he's a straight laced robot. She's incorporeal. <laughs> The that. broader point, guys, look at this fucking White Castle. It looks <laughs> like, cool. Look how HR got here made a White Castle. Well, I just assumed lightning struck the front of it. Yeah, and it burned to ash. <laughs> Listen, the AI Julia is about to go to its third White Castle, but and this is a direct fucking quote. <laughs> Should be able to scale quickly on a regional level. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. So the one thing that's not a problem is this thing's just going to go nuts. Absolutely. <laughs> this thing's going to go wild, and it will not know where to stop. Okay, wait. Actually, you know what, Paul? Let's go ahead and... Um, I was hoping you'd be cute. Let's roll the beautiful flippy footage. Um, if, you, if you can, be so... If, oh. Holy shit. Look at that. Nope. All you will lose your jobs. It's okay. <laughs> Don't freak out. <laughs> We'll figure out other stuff to do. Surely there's something they can't do. Oh, shit. The robot does everything. Oh, no. I got my degree in English lit. <laughs> my acting gigs are going to come through. <laughs> I can also do surgery. <laughs> I'm just working this job to buy cyber drugs. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot for me to be scared of some sort of global phenomenon, but I will say they can't keep like a fucking McFlurry machine up and running for longer than four and a half hours at any McDonald's. There's no way. If I throw one grain of sand at Flippy, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Nobody there is like, mm, well, let me get out. Looks like this gasket's blown. There's no fucking way. It is fun that it's like, well, they took away the jobs, but then they hired like that many plus three people to maintain it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, how are you guys at cleaning out servos? Yeah, good, pretty good, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It. I, I feel like it, I'm flashing forward to 50 years in the future the, where the robot breaks down. And uh, the lady says to the guy, like, okay, you, now you cook the burgers. He's like, what are you talking about? Me? Yeah. Me? That's, that's flippy job. Good joke. Good joke, amp. <laughs> in the future, none of us cook hamburgers. We leave that to robot business. In fact, Wait, in 50 years, human beings are called amp? And, no, that's just the name of that one in the post-apocalyptic. So it's weird. Okay, it's that weird that ass. they have that name, yeah. though, that's right? Juice, what a fucking wild name to pull, man. I'm good, I'm good at doing names now. We do three do, more. Um, Destro. Ooh. Shit. Ooh. 
uh, Thimble. Oh, fuck. And Crosswind. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Crosswind is my new best friend. So uh, you, this is what it says next in the article. You have to start by asking why. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's too late for that. The notion for White Castle is that AI and robotics aren't there to replace hospitality. In fact, they're tools designed to amplify guest satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a new Says age. Robo Satisfaction <laughs> Trot 9000. Right. This, this press release was written by humans, we swear. <laughs> Carol Bozer, White Castle CIO, is firmly in the camp of those who believe that AI will, quote, change everything. As soon as a few months ago, she wasn't. But then she asked a 150-plus person crowd of operators and vendors if they've used chat GPT, and more than half of them raised their hand. And this is... now. And this, then she was like, all right, make some fries. All right, I'm scared of that now. Let's, uh, let's throw everything we've got at it. I, this is what Carol Bozer, an executive at White Castle, says. All of you are beginning to realize it's coming. Jesus Christ. It has been for 15 or 20 years. This is not your this is not your grandpa's robots that you used to see in the 70s that were manufacturing our cars. These are robots that are able to make decisions, to learn from things, protect humans and stay out of their way. Anyway, I'm an executive at White Castle Hamburgers and I'm terrified. And I'm that's so where scared. I'm at. I, what I'm saying is fucking get on board with these robots because they get are... Get on board or get out of the way. Yeah. They wrote this press release for the robots to be like, we get it now. We're the burger meat now. I know I talk shit, but I talked to 150 scientists who are scared shitless of you guys. Guinan says White Castle was drawn to this technology for reasons touted by industry peers. Quote, let's call it what it is. We are struggling to get enough labor on the floor. Oh, so it's our fucking fault. Julia is not taking a job away from anyone. I mean, you could pay people Wait, more. Wait, so these educated... I mean, you could just, you could just pay people no, more. No, I'd rather spend $7 no, no, trillion. Dollars. Justin, educated, driven young people. Why don't they accept these posh jobs at White Castle? Just, yeah, yeah, have these great jobs. Anyway, um, the, it says that it's not about that. It's just about, make, it's not about taking a job away from anyone. Recent, it's about giving jobs to, to robots. robots. <laughs> Hey, y'all, he says that, right? Because if the robots are unemployed, pretty soon they'll just <laughs> turn to killing us. Yeah. He says that, and then there's another paragraph after it. Recently, at one of the locations with drive through Voice AI, a crew manager told Guiden, Julia just went on the night shift, then added, oh my God, she just kept taking orders. What? So they've got one where it's like, listen, <laughs> it cool. <laughs> and then the next one's like, hey, the fucking robot won't stop it. We can't stop it. We don't know how to stop it. It just keeps taking orders and we can't stop the robot. Is that in its programming? Because we're out of chicken and it's looking at us. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild. Julia locked the doors and turned the heat up to 500 degrees. She said we're being broasted. Is that something? Once and Flippy kept high-fiving us. Okay. <laughs> the problem with Flippy 1, and I'm sure you're all wondering, yeah. <laughs> is his problematic uh, political opinion. <laughs> the problem with Flippy 1 is <laughs> it's, it helped employees stay in designated locations. What? Yeah, workers. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> but the workers noted a need for human assistance on both sides of the robot. From the initial point of contact with uncooked product to when the cooked food gets placed in the holding area. So the robot's great. You just have to gingerly hand it the chicken and then take the chicken away from it but, immediately. But with flat hand, like you're feeding a carrot to right. a horse. Yeah. Don't move fast, please. <laughs> Wear the special green glove so he can differentiate. <laughs> More chicken. No, Flimmy. No. It's it's really a matter of time. 
Listen, we're having a lot of fun here. It's fucking terrifying. Somebody built Flippy, and they were like, hey, how much crushing power should we give the claw? And then somebody was like, ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, how heavy is a basket of chicken wings? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe like uh, 20 pounds. All right, give it 3,000 pounds of crushing strength. Yeah. Just to be on the safe side. In case, like, a raw piece of chicken falls under a Honda. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. One second. Tick, 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 tick. Okay, I put in a line of code that's like, don't use that on people. Should be good. Should be good. Let's roll. Um, Carol Bozer points to the manufacturing industry as a harbinger of what's to come for restaurants. A harbinger? A harbinger. It says harbinger in the press release? White Castle's fire had become its bottleneck. Quote, you almost had to be an octopus to run the fryer. Or, I mean, you could just... Get two people. I mean, another thing. Um, you know, uh, okay, this is good. She also loves the idea of solving what's been a fast food coral for as long as the category has existed. Quote, our team members do not like doing portion control. She says with a laugh, you know they don't like using their scoops of the world. What? So basically the employees are, this is the real thing that she's saying is the humans give us too much food. And the robots will be much more strict about how much food we're allotted. Jesus in each Christ. No big deal. No Should big go deal. good. Should Let me go know good. How it goes. Why, you know what, White Castle? I'm watching. History's watching. History's watching. It's not where I thought it would start. No, not at all. But it never is, huh? Oh, deep. Um, okay, anyway. I, yeah, that's the deal. So the robots are doing cooking now. Cool. Uh, we have some questions from the audience that we have yeah, gone through. We're going to uh, we're going to call some folks down by name and seat number. Please approach the mic if the we call you down. Over here. Oh, and thank you, I can't believe light. I have to say this. If we don't call you, please don't approach the microphone. This, listen, you wouldn't think it happened in Austin. At one point, it's, there were five people lined up, and there were only two questions left. It was very scary for us. Hi. Um, uh, I actually did two questions. Was it? Yeah, your shirt gives okay. me an indication yeah. of what we called you up for. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I figured it was that one. <laughs> um, so uh, when I was about 11 or 12 years old, I wrote a WikiHow article called <laughs> How to Throw a Les Mis Birthday Party. Hannah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight with you. When I saw this question in our inbox backstage like 15 minutes ago, uh, I was excited, and then I realized this was going to be our first basically live interview because I want to know fucking everything. Okay. Uh, um, but my question for you was: I'm turning 21 this year. Do you have any Do you have any advice for updating my Lima's birthday party? No, exactly no? the same. Okay. Perfect. Now, Hannah. <laughs> How did you, Wait, an 11 hey, year old? Hey, hey. Yes. Brew am I? Is that anything? Of <laughs> 21? Like for beers? Like for beers that you have, like. No. I don't think beers? so. No. You just do drink with me. Anyways, drink with me is <laughs> actually just what that's about, huh? <laughs> ah, damn it. You gotta give it, give it up to the masters. Andrew Lloyd Webber and his friends. I don't He's... actually know who wrote that one. I'm sorry. Is just anyone allowed to post on WikiHow? I guess. Um, I, made, <laughs> I made an account, and it doesn't show my username on there, but my username was Gavroche Tenardier. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yes. yes. Yeah, it was. Yes. Did you do the pictures, or do they have no. one guy that does all those? I don't know who did the pictures. So anyone's allowed to post, and anyone then like can... one guy's like, how the fuck do I draw this? <laughs> that explains so many reverse WikiHow. I need to know if you. I need to know if you ever actually did this. No, unfortunately. Why I didn't. not? Then wait a minute. I, I then know. wait a minute. No, because yeah. I'm about to turn on you. Oh no! What? What possessed you to say, I'm fucking qualified to write the book on throwing a late Miz birthday party? <laughs> to create the genre. It was because I really wanted one and I couldn't find any instructions online. So That's the like... best thing I've ever heard, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hannah, I have another question that has nothing to do with that. Okay. You were 11? 11 what was your version of Les Mis that you were like, this is it? This is unpopular. I, I, I first encountered it through the movie. Oh, um, that's great. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, okay. that's good. So I, I was really into Nowhere the movie. Nowhere to go but up. I, I read... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the crowd has turned on Justin. Oh, no, not Justin City. <laughs> it, Hannah, it's wild that you haven't thrown a Les Mis birthday party. It's you even, wrote the book on it. It's even wilder that you have come to us today saying, I need a great birthday party idea for my 21st birthday. Um, I really, really want you to do this. I really, it's really important to me, actually, okay. that you do this. I really, I, listen, we'll the film. world has been through a lot in the last, yeah. like, three years. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, can I, can I say, for the record, I did not update it on May 6, 2021. I don't know who did that. It wasn't me. <laughs> It was, it, I'll be honest, it was me, Hannah. There were a few, uh, there a few, were a few grammatical errors, which is, you were 11. That's, like, totally to I'll be. Well, well, I would, like, I'll film a video intro of the three of us, like, welcoming people to the party. <gasps> yeah. to, we'll do whatever to make this party happen. <laughs> um, so please do have a Les Mis birthday party. Does that, does that help? That helps so much. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello, welcome. Hi, my name is Teddy. I use Hi, Teddy. any pronouns, I don't care. Teddy, um, I love your shirt. <laughs> Thank you. So, fantastic. I would wear that pattern uh, in a heartbeat. Uh, also, I would come to the Les Mis party. I'm like, yeah, right? anybody here would, yeah. it would be the event of the century. I'm like big into theater, which should be obvious because I listen to the show. Yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> here, you're it again. Um, yeah. Wait, uh, we're kind of jocks. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but I was the person who sent in um, a thing about a kind of sticky situation I had at yeah. Target. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't, Teddy, we don't usually go for sort of more story-based confessional questions like this, but this one really tickled. Yeah, lay it out. <laughs> lay it out, Teddy. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Most people, when they come up to the cash register, are actually very nice. Where, like, I feel like that's... At? No, you don't have this to say Target. if you don't... This is Target. I don't okay, care. Yeah. Cool. Um, I bring it up only because I've noticed uh, a large amount of the people who work at Target know who we are. More uh, than any yeah. other place I've ever been. I don't know what the draw is. You but mean it's like, compared to Earth, right? Yeah. Like, compared to Earth. I'm saying that 60% of Target workers know who I am. No, like... 60%? No, of Target... Compared to everywhere else... Teddy, can you confirm this? Yeah, the gays love Target. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically most people are actually very nice. I feel like there's this misconception that like you get like awful customers every single day. I was actually doing like fine. Most people are fine. This dude came up and he was super, super insistent that I pack everything in one bag. Yeah. So okay. I see his stuff and I'm Begley like, Jr. <laughs> I'm like, do you want one bag or two? And he's like, no, 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 just one. I don't want to like, he says it like five times yeah. while I'm ringing him up. And I'm like, okay. Do y'all have a bag band here in California where you have to like pay for bags at yeah. the grocery store? Okay, cool. I, um, I, so I assumed as much. <laughs> I scan all of his stuff and I um, put all the clothes in the bag. It's all clothes and one bottle of maple syrup. Uh-huh. Um, right. So um, I touch the maple syrup and it's like a little bit sticky. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, it's maple so, syrup. It's, yeah. You mean the well, bottle of maple. No, you the touched bottle's, the maple. The bottle's okay. not supposed to be sticky. You weren't sampling the maple syrup to make sure it was sticky enough for the customer <laughs> so, before they went home. <laughs> so... <laughs> I pick up the bottle. It's a little bit sticky. I'm like, okay, this is probably broken. This is probably like, you know, usually I would get them another one. But yeah. he's like bad. Not a really bad rushing me. And yeah. he had said like a bunch of like, he's just being a dick. Okay. And so I take the maple syrup and I do put it in the same bag as the clothes. That's the yeah. okay. Hold, um, on. Hold on. Teddy. Um, and I very specifically put it sideways. Oh, Teddy. Oh, God, Teddy. Now, hold on, hold on, You hold had on. plausible deniability, Teddy, until this exact moment. No, listen, listen, listen. Teddy? Yeah? Have you considered? Let's look at the facts. Okay. I feel like I'm talking to this my dad. This person bought a bunch of clothes. 
and one bottle of maple syrup. They were insistent that you put it all in the same bag. Oh, okay. And the lid maybe was a little bit open. This person is kind of, of a, a sticky boy. Kind of a sticky Ricky, I think. Maybe we <laughs> yeah, got on our hands. Yeah, a sticky Ricky. They knew target. exactly what was happening. This is their whole deal. Yeah. Just, they like to try on shirts and be like, wow, clingy. Yeah, they they, this that. person is, is, immediately went into the parking lot, walked through, looking at their clothes, like, oh, these are so sticky. <laughs> oh, yeah, Teddy laid it down sideways. This is gonna Teddy be, knew. <laughs> this is going to be such a mess for me. Um, Teddy knew what was up. I yeah. Feel like oh, I can't I, wait to put on these sticky pants. Teddy, <laughs> I know that this show is not like a confessional, but I felt so horrible about this. Yeah, yeah, Teddy, no. you facilitated like, a wonderful experience. Yeah, for yeah. us. For this pervert. No, I I think for this sticky, sticky pervert. Teddy, it's a good, it's a good reminder that you should. Try to wash your clothes from any store before you wear them because you never Unless know. Unless that's your thing. This. Okay, this. We have introduced the phrase Teddy laid it down sideways as like a strong message of like, oh, damn, Teddy laid it down sideways on this one is so powerful. How was the concert? Oh, damn, Teddy laid it down fucking sideways. Does, does that help? Yes, it absolutely does. Oh, okay. Thank you okay, very thank much. Thank you, Teddy. <laughs> All right. All right, Teddy, lay it down sideways. Yeah. Hi, my name's Matt. Hi, oh. Matt. Hi, Matt. So I'm here with my, my wife and uh, three kids. They're up there. Whoa, hey! Hey, y'all. And, uh, you know, like you all, I, I try to, like, meet my family at their level. Like, I'm yeah. not as cool as them. I don't know all the lingo. They, my wife said I can't wear dark shoes anymore, so she maybe get these white sneakers. Oh, that's uh, fine. Yeah, hey, Juice, what shoe? Oh, you're probably wearing nice shoes now, yeah, huh? Yeah, I wear yeah, my shit. Black. Okay. Yeah, Justin and I wear the same shoes. It's fucking humiliating. <laughs> it's humiliating to not be the one wearing the same shoes, but go on. I get it, yeah. Well, you don't my it. son picked out these pants. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Your son picked out those pants? Yeah. They're sharp. Yeah, nice. I went thrifting, because, like, you know, that's what the kids do these days. They go thrifting. Yeah. They pick out pants. Yeah. But but they started using this word, and they won't tell me what it means. Okay. This will be fun. You can help me. The word is riz. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, this is not a... This next part isn't a joke. I can tell you that we weren't initially going to do this one, but then I wanted to know what that meant also. And... And this is also not a joke. As soon as Justin said, I don't know what it means, I said, okay, great. I also don't know what it means. (laughs) And I said, at some point, someone said something I didn't understand, and I entered four fucking letters into Google and became the enlightened one of... That's too easy. Way too easy. They'll know. They'll sense that. If you got it, if you have to search for it, your kids will know. No, they fucking won't. They definitely won't. It's, you just got to set aside a little bit of time every day to Google words you don't understand that young people say. That's the way you stay relevant. But then I can't use it wrong and embarrass them because I say it in front of their friends. Don't, you but, oh man. Hey, Matt. Okay, Matt. Matt. Holy shit, Matt. Matt, Matt, do you realize who you're fucking talking to right now, Matt? You're talking to three dads slash sons of a dad who came out here wearing what he wore. Matt, considering my lifestyle, I never would have expected this, but I believe I've been triggered. I believe that this is what it feels like. It's so specific, I never thought I would have wandered into it. So, Matt, your question has changed from, I don't know what this word means to, yeah, I don't know what this word means, and I don't like that second version as much. No. Now, there is, everyone, what does it mean? Charisma. Charisma. And I bet you thought it was dirty, didn't you? I no. did. Th- well, they, You'll be relieved. They, they fooled me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. sure. So Matt, I thought it was dirty, Matt. I guess the takeaway here is whenever that happens, just let us know. We'll come here and shame you. We'll and do a show. publicly. Give you a little bit of a, bit of a riz. And then, uh, and, then, and then you'll find out whatever the word means. Is that, does that help? Perfect. Thank you, Matt. Right, thank, thank you, Matt. You.
Hello. 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 It's a fucking great shirt. Thank you. I have one myself, but I haven't worn it in public yet. I, I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Hazel. She, her. Hi, Hazel. Um, Hazel. So my brother's birthday is tomorrow, and it's a Tour de France wine tasting themed birthday party. Sure. And hey, then, can I just say? Yeah. A wildly, like, non-specific, specific theme. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I'm making cream puffs for the party. Sure. Um, and he, as is customary. As is customary. Um, and he uh, recently found out that he's going to be a dad. It's not a gender reveal thing. He knows oh, thank God. The, if I yeah. have to go to one more gender reveal themed <laughs> Tour de France themed party. <laughs> played, played out. out. Yeah. All right. We get it. <laughs> um, also, costumes are mandatory. I don't know if I include Costumes? <laughs> Bicycle Do you mean costumes? just bike wear? <laughs> or France wear? France or bikes? Um, anyway. Uh... <laughs> You're dodging the question a little sorry, bit. Hazel, Wait, sorry, Hazel. I, I have some I friends genuinely... who are pretty hardcore into bikes, and all I know is that the clothes they buy is supposed to make them sleek and smooth like an alien, <laughs> like some like H.R. Giger designed their human form so they can go like one second faster, and everything costs a million dollars. <laughs> And also, aside from the one bike seat thing, they're not comfortable sitting in chairs. No, okay. never, ever. All right. But they do get padded butts, which I always appreciate. Okay, okay, Hazel, what is your problem? Um, so I uh, wanted to know, what is this something that I could do to surprise, like, with the cream puffs? Like, oh, what? yeah. Okay, no, no hold on. Like, Let's not- narrow this down, because there's a lot of stuff you could put in a cream puff that would be a surprise. No, sure. No, 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 no choking I would say, hazard, please. Um, this is good. Anything that isn't cream would be, <laughs> yeah. And literally any other like solid liquid gas plasma, any other anything thing. Anything crunchy would yeah. be a surprise. Now, if you want a surprise specifically about like, hey, it's your birthday and you're dead, not crunchy. Let's no. start there. I, you could make the argument that every dinner roll is a very surprising cream puff. <laughs> yeah, you know. A very disappointing yeah. cream puff, I would say, yeah. maybe. Not every surprise is good, Griff. Yeah, if you bite into a cream puff and it's just air, yeah, that's why. I love the King Baby in the King Baby oh, cake yeah. in New Orleans, and I do wish that that was present. That sort of gamification of cake was present <laughs> in other pastries, and so maybe one of them has, like, a little toy in it. That's a great idea, And that Hazel. person will be the next person who gets pregnant. That's the, that's the tradition that we have. Yeah. Now there's a baby in your cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Someday a scientist will break down the sound wave of the thing I just said and point to, and that's where he realized. <laughs> um, I mean, more, you could, the other, mine was no cream, but I guess the other option is more cream than you would expect to be in there. Like, it looks thicker than it actually is, and when you bite into it, it's like, God damn, that is almost all cream. I just wasn't ready. You're talking about a, a hair's breadth thin yeah. membrane of like puff. Like a, bal- a balloon of puff. Yeah, yeah. Like a ch- you pick it up and you're like, this feels oh denser than it's yes. like a like a, a toddler's bubble yes. over the horizon and it pops <laughs> cream, all cream, loads of cream. Different kinds of cream as they work their way through. That could be cool, actually. Hey, hey different amounts of mint in every one. <laughs> oh, I like that. And some of them are like inedible. And people you'll hear people fighting like uh, it wasn't too minty for me. Yeah. I, I, it was actually, it's very natural. Oh, I thought it was too much. I'm puking. This is disgusting. I hate this. Are those some good creep boss surprises, <laughs> Hazel? Those, those are great. Thank you for coming. Thank, 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 Thank you so you. much. Thanks, everybody. Okay, we can lower the lights. Thanks, everyone, for coming to this podcast. There we go. Thank you. It's kind of stressful to see everybody. <laughs> it really <laughs> so is. So many. Um, thank you so much for having us in beautiful San Jose again. Yes. Um, thank you to the San Jose Civic for having us. It yes. is a gorgeous it's theater, and we are so honored kind to be here. And, and nice. It's a beautiful place. Uh, let's hear it for our dad. Clint yeah, Clint McElroy. McElroy. 
Sorry, you didn't let me finish. Let's hear it for our dad, Paul Saboran. Yeah, Paul. Um, no, uh, Paul Saboran is our tour manager. We wouldn't be able to do this without him. Let's hear it for Amanda, our regular manager. <laughs> Thank uh, let's hear it for our sound person, Rachel. Sound person. Sound is person. Hi, Rachel's back there. Rachel has to listen to us scream into microphones. She wants um, to or not. And thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better with You. I uh, also want to say uh, the poster was designed by Evan Palmer. It's my, f- it's yeah. so fucking good. I, I delight in this poster. Yeah, you yeah should we get love it. it very, very much. Um, you should get it because you're, uh, it's, you can't get them after. Come on, just get yeah, one. Yeah, we'll throw them away. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather watch them sink down a drain and watch Pennywise eat them yeah. than <laughs> give them away to you people. That motherfucker loves eating posters. He, Pennywise ate all our posters before. There Look it is. That. Look at That's that. That's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Some right. of the posters actually have bite marks out of them where we had to pull them out of his mouth. He uh, loves it. Okay. Travis, I have to notice you're not looking at your phone to read a Jack Johnson Fuck! quote. Yeah, you do keep forgetting about you that. You do in the do live the end of the show now. Uh, it used to be keep uh, talking. Griffin. Thank other people. Thank your wives. Um, Thanks, okay. Rachel. You did a. You're crushing it at home, and I wish I was there. I miss you guys so bad. Um, I, I thank you to Sydney uh, for making it possible for me to thank be here. Thank my wife. Okay. Thank thanks, you, Teresa. Teresa. You sounded like you said chorizo. Try it again. Thank you, chorizo. You crushing it. I'm. I'm. Um. I mean, I watched. I watched Portrait of a Lady on the plane in. Does anybody want to talk about? Yeah, Portrait four of a lady? weirdos definitely do. Juice. Uh, I mean, I knew that that wasn't great. Oh uh, man, I. Did, oh no, my phone's not responding. We had some of the orange sauce uh, that you all are so wild about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good. We really liked it. It's not, I don't know. It's right, definitely I, I, not going to fuck me hey. up tonight. I got one right here. Do it. Your hey. phone is frozen on an hey. airline advertisement. Hey, you know what I really love? Yeah. Uh, is this, mean, hold on, wait. Is this the part of the quote? Yeah, it's yeah. right here. You know your what I really, screen is not responding you know to your You know what I really love? Yeah. Peanuts, man. Trip, fucking trip me out. It's like surfing with your tongue, but it's peanuts, Jack Johnson. I don't think. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis His phone is dead. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother. He gets your dad square on the lips. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.